Hey, welcome to another Geek Geekish Podcast. Thanks for joining us once again to talk about all the nerdy things that swirl around in our heads and uh, hopefully bring you a little bit of joy for a few minutes. Sambino and uh, Derek's over there joining me as usual. And uh, this week we are talking about the future, kind of. The future of the past, which is the present, but... <laughs> Everybody probably just went, What? <laughs> That's, That's like how my brain works at two o'clock in the morning. All right, <laughs> I ain't two. But we were discussing how many movies in the past and stories have uh, you know been set in the future because obviously that's kind of what science fiction is all about of trying to tell what things will be like in the future or the near future. And there's been plenty of movies that have passed us by that were set now or in recent memory. Yeah, that, they got I mean, some things a, right and they got some things wrong. So we're going to talk about a few of those. That was the whole thing of the '90s was. Well, 80s and 90s, you're sitting there watching these movies and it's like, 2012. You're like, whoa, that's the future. That's so far away. And you're like, 2016. Whoa. And then it came and went and we're like, wait, yeah, I, I remember when 2000 seemed like it was still a long time away. And mm-hmm. now it's 2020. <clears throat> and we are not living our, our best potential. And I know we talked about this before, about things that we wish we had like we kind of hinted on and everything like that, you know, with the old hoverboard and flying cars and everything like that. Mm. But I feel like there's a lot of movies that are set nowadays. Like what Blade Runner was 2019. Yes. I've I've got a whole list of all the movies in their setting. So Blade Runner was uh, set in 2019 created 1982. Yeah. So, that came and went. <laughs> Obviously, we don't live in that kind of future, maybe. It might be well, it, it, it's well on its way. I mean, if you look at the, the idea of globalization, in that, movie, in, that, in that movie, basically the entire planet is one big city, like mm-hmm. everywhere. So it merged a lot of Chinese culture and uh, what Southern California culture <laughs> mushed into one place. And the, the amazing thing about that is that book – uh, when it was where the story when it was written was well before China ever took off as being an economic superpower. Mm-hmm. So the either foresight or luck of choosing China with what China has done since then as being a part of that thing is creepily realistic for it. And we're, we're still years away from the entire world being covered as one big city. I mean, I think here in, in the Northern Colorado area, we're getting closer to the Cheyenne to Pueblo one giant city, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure once you get a little bit further east of that, we got some time before Western Kansas fills up with people. Yeah. I was going to say Eastern Colorado is, uh, is, is kind of, Sparse. well, let's say like Matt, it will say it's like Mad Max. <laughs> you have to fend for yourself out there, but, uh, well, I mean, that's an, that's another one. And when did Mad Max take, take place? Um, well, that wasn't too far. I have it. I have Demolition Man pulled up because that was the one that popped in my head right away when we were talking about this. But uh, oh, Demolition Man, I love Demolition Man so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see here. I don't think they gave a specific year in that one, did they? They just said there was a dystopian Australia a few years from now. They never really specifically <laughs> pointed out what date, right? That's how they got away with it, I guess. 
Which is, is a brilliant tactic for telling a story of not giving a specific date because there's certain things that don't age well. Like we've talked about before, the, the original Transformers movie was supposed to be set in 2005. When that pops up, you're like, yeah, that's not happening. Uh, of course, Back to the Future Part 2. That was supposed to be set in 2018, 2019. Yeah, because yeah, we had Back to the Future Day not too long ago. And there, there were a lot of things that they actually got right. I mean, we look at it, oh, that's ridiculous, but you think about it. The fashion is relatively spot on with the exception of the adjustable uh, jacket that he had on. The clothing is not too far off from what a lot of runway uh, models dress up with right now. Yeah, We joke about power laces. Nike actually made power laces because mm-hmm. of the butt. If you go down the running shoe aisle at any store right now, what percentage of shoes don't have laces anymore? It's not necessarily power laces, but with the elastic and uh, stretchable stuff like there, the shoelaces have kind of gone the way. Mm-hmm. In the movie, there's all kind of automation. There's robots walking dogs and robots doing these things. Like, nobody does that. And then how many people do you know with a Roomba? Amazon just got their thing to start delivering stuff with drones. Was it Walmart the other day? And they had one of those sentry robots restocking the shelves. We like, got video chat now, um, 3D movies. You know, chat bots that people use for uh, responding to customer service requests. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of it that's, that, that's not too far off. You're like, oh, that's, uh, that's, that's not that weird anymore. Okay, fair enough. And, you know, <laughs> a big, ugly, stupid millionaire that's taken over and been in charge of stuff. I, mean, I, I don't know anything like that has happened in real life. <laughs> Darn you, Biff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean – Obviously, we've talked about we didn't get a hoverboard, but you're right. They nailed a lot of things on the head. And it, it still blows my mind thinking back to the 80s and 90s when we're watching these movies. We're like, well, oh, the future's going to be so cool. And now we're living in it. We're like, hmm. Because, I mean, there's always the two, two different routes that Hollywood goes with future movies, right? They go the post-apocalyptic, like Mad Max, Blade Runner, Book of the Eli. We didn't know how to control technology. It overtook everything, and the society completely fell apart, and people are just scrapping things together to survive. Right, which the world right now, since it's on fire, has that weird orange glow like Blade Runner 2049 um, or Mars from Total Recall. So, you know, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But then you always have the fantasy routes of what the future is going to look like. You know, like um, what Tomorrowland, Back to the Future, um, the island, that type of stuff, which I guess the island could still be considered dystopian. But there's there's the two different realms. I hope that we get stuff together so we can kind of go the more fantastical route. Um, yeah, I, I, I call it the, the Star Trek future. Yes. Because in the future of humanity in Star Trek, humanity got things figured out. Everybody came together. Everybody went for the common good. Everybody worked towards a common purpose, got other people together, and everybody went to this, you know, futuristic. Yeah, and there's other people that just like to destroy things. But as a whole, the human race and most of the races we've befriended are all about exploring and helping as opposed to obliterating each other. Mm-hmm. There's no need to fight for food because you've got to push a button on a replicator and get any food in the universe you want just dialed up right in front of you. I want that <laughs> so bad. Um, want yeah, thing. But you, know, do, you know, you live close to a Whataburger now. What do you need? Uh- <laughs> Lazy. Um, you know, we're 12, we're 12 years away from Demolition Man future, right? That took place in 2032. Mm-hmm. 
the way that Taco Bell is going, they're not going to become the fancy restaurant because they keep deleting stuff off their menu that's really making people mad. (laughs) This past week, I don't know how many people I saw angered that they got rid of the the Mexican pizza and some of the other things. So, Side note for that. (laughs) Because of that, we actually went to Taco Bell the other day. Why? Because my wife wanted to get a Mexican pizza before they went away. I'm like, you ever eaten one? She's like, yeah. Like when I was a kid, I'm like, you haven't had one in like 15 years, but now we have to go. So I think it might be just a marketing ploy. But they got one, one of my favorite things as a kid was an Enchirito. That thing was the best thing Taco Bell ever made. Now they don't have it anymore. No, they tried. They, they still had it like in the early 2000s, but it wasn't the same. Now it's all gone. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Back to the but, I mean, future. You, 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 <laughs> you look at Demolition Man and, you know, how society's become peaceful and they've censored cussing and Taco Bell, like fast food chains have become the whole thing. And jingles are now becoming like new mainstream music. We're not far off that. <laughs> um, you know, there's some fancy Taco Bells out there, like the Taco Bell Cantina in, in Vegas. And we have one here and down the street. Some of those high end McDonald's that look like yeah. coffee shops. You drive by, you're like, wait, that, that had, that's a Taco Bell on it. That looked fancy. We got to make a reservation. <laughs> um, so we're not too far from that. Um, obviously, them turning an eye to people who need help, we would never do that. Um, but I hope we keep toilet paper around because three seashells, I don't. No way, man. You got to get some like waterless bidets of the future, yo. Well, let's see. I mean, if we know anything from a few months ago when we had the toilet paper shortage, a lot of people bought bidets, so already there. Waterless bidet. Wait, wait. That's what I'm saying, the future one, because I think a lot of the things that people don't like about bidets are probably about the whole water effect and the splashing around. Let's take a moment real quick. Got to figure a way to dry dock that some with some new technology. We're all good to go. How would a waterless bidet work? I, I don't know. This is why I'm not a scientist. No, the you, idea you brought it up. You brought it up. A waterless bidet would not work. Why? How? How? Well, well imagine this, this. This is a horrible analogy, but imagine like <laughs> hand sanitizer now, right? You have soap and water or you got hand sanitizer. You wipe in your hand and then it evaporates and it's gone, right? So what if you come up with something else that I'm not suggesting you spritz alcohol in a bidet, but something else that you wash off with and it's just good. You don't have to dry off. There's no drippage. You're like, oh, yeah. Why does this not make sense to you? <laughs> it it wouldn't get clean. Why not? Did Man, you see him take it... showers in Tank Girl with sand? <laughs> I guarantee you, you give me a sandblaster and a hose and I could clean your oh. backside. Oh. <laughs> but see, this is where new technology, nothing we have now could do it. But something in the future could be the thing that switches that. Kinetic sand? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's it's like the keyboard cleaner goop, but for your crevices. <laughs> Thank this, you for joining this... the Geek Geekish Podcast. <laughs> Things about to get weird. <laughs> uh, what I, th- I find funny is uh, Pacific Rim uh, sets in 2020 to 2025. I mean... we. They they do have the giant Gundam mech, but I mean they're happy to make the thing walk, let alone pull off ninja kicks and fight off beasts from the ocean. I was gonna say we're we're close to maybe something 
cracking from the center of the earth and coming up out of the ocean. You know, I think we're months away from Kaiju stomping around. Um, who knows what 2020 is going to bring at this point. You just I, see that I, though. Kaiju cracks out of the ocean. What do we have? We have Boston Dynamics with a fleet of robot dogs stretching towards it. That can get kicked over. Well, they get kicked over and come back. Yeah, that's, and that weird, the weird android that just talks to you and is like sentient almost. <laughs> Uh, Real Steel, that's actually set for this year, 2020. Hugh Jack movie of the robot builder. Did you ever see Real Steel? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. they, I was thinking that was Rock'em Sock'em Robots, the movie. They the Same tiff. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they kind of tried to do that with the BattleBots thing in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 close on there, but it's it's definitely not. I mean, in that movie, by 2020, it's, oh, yeah, everybody's going to have a robot. You'll build them in your garage. <laughs> No, I think the way of society is going, most of us are building less in our garages. Most people don't even know how to build things anymore. <laughs> I just buy it off Amazon. Why would I build it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny, I, I just, I want to, I want to build a robot. Johnny Mnemonic. That's set for next year. The old Keanu, uh, Reeves, Keanu movie. Reeves movie. No, I, I am kind of glad that the future moved past what the 80s envisioned the internet to be like. Of all those giant, like, pixelated 3D renderings of everything. The Max Headroom, the Johnny Mnemonics, all that kind of stuff. The original Tron. Like, I'm really glad that future tech has moved beyond that a little bit. More realism and surrealism instead of kindergarten art. <laughs> I mean, we kind of have some of that with some of the virtual reality, but granted the virtual reality that we have looks way better than that. You know, I think the eighties were limited to what they could do with the computers at the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, can you imagine yeah, if we went back in time with what we have here and just went like, Hey, check this out. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could have been the late eighties. Somebody could have, man, I'm not going to make that joke. It's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> Ready Player One is only 25 years away from right now. Which and honestly, that one seems like, dare I say, believable. Yeah, except for, I mean, yeah, no, no, it, it's believable. <laughs> because every, all the technology that seems so crazy, they've got the, the giant corporation that runs everything that's based off the internet and has the drones do their work. We're, we're that close to there on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have the interactive gaming units with... I mean, just this last year, what, two or three companies that had their immersive gaming uh, vests and chairs and gloves and hats and helmets and shoes that are supposed to give you the, the feelings of stuff where you can feel like you're walking or feel some of the hits you're taking. Like a few more years of bringing that stuff to the next level, and that's, that's not far off at all. We've already proved that most of us can just sit home on our butts and sit in the stare at a screen all day and be perfectly entertained. So whether you're doing that in the suburbs or doing it in the stacks, eh, it's not too far off. It's true. It's very, very true. I, it's just, it's just so weird. Cause like, I was trying to think of that today. Like my brain just can't fathom that we're living in the future, which we watched in the past during the present. Uh huh. And it's just so weird. It's, and it's, and it's, it's nothing like you, we, we imagined it. I mean, mm-mm. I think the living through it, you were making that point earlier, because everything changes so relatively slowly that 
it doesn't seem that weird. We, uh, I was talking about that with some family members. We had, you know, somebody that lived to be 101 years old in our family. And you think of the stuff they must have seen, saw their life. I mean, being born in the early 1900s, going through the depression, the first, you know, uh, automobiles, all the first TVs, first telephone, all these things go through life. Those are huge, huge changes. And to see those happen every five or 10 years, you're like, eh, whatever, something else is new, big deal. <laughs> I know they're like, 8K TV, you're like, cool. <laughs> and it's easy to see that with things you mentioned with TVs and phones. When I was eight years old, phones were still plugged into the wall. We got our first cordless phone when I was probably eight or nine years old. And I could walk around the house, not tethered to a curly cord in the wall to talk to somebody on the phone. It was magical. The thought that I could do that all the time without batteries, be able to call long distance, be able to look at movies on my phone, didn't even cross my mind. That, that's not possible. Like, how on earth could you watch, uh, do a video chat with somebody on a phone? You'd need a computer that's like the size of a suitcase. You know, just, it, it didn't fathom. Wireless speeds. My 28 baud modem when I bought was top of the line. 28 baud. Like, it's not even the internet anymore. And the, was so jazzed about that happening. And now... I, I get snippy when I can only get 126 megabyte download speeds in my home Wi-Fi. Like, <laughs> and the next generation of broadband is going to up that another five or 10 times and things are just going to be unbelievably different. But again, just a baby step or two at a time. And then so many things are changed because we, we're not going from not having a TV to be able to walk home with an 85 inch liquid plasma LED wireless console we went from not having a tv to having a tv to a color tv to a bigger tv to an even bigger tv to a flat tv to a lighter tv to a thin tv and then it's like just baby stepping along the way so it's oh yeah just chinking with the armor to a tv in our hand mm -hmm. i mean if you would if you if i were to go back in time find you know 10 year old me sitting there with my big brick game boy and show myself the nintendo switch or even my phone, my mind probably would have just been fried right there. I'd be like, what? And that would have been it. How many batteries do you go through a minute? <laughs> it's rechargeable. <gasps> <laughs> you know, and that's, that's the whole thing. I mean, even, you know, that's the thing too of the future is when we were growing up, rechargeable batteries were not great. You know, I remember I you know, having the game gear that ate six batteries, having the game boy that ate four, my parents were like, let's just pay money for rechargeable batteries, which I think were pretty expensive. I remember for just like four of them mm -hmm. and you put them in the thing and that was only good for like six or seven recharges. And then after that, they started losing their charging level the juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, right now, I mean, the future's, the future's brought on some good things, but I mean, looking at the movies, it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. You think of some of the ones that are set in the near future. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is 2026. Uh, Robotech, the movies, 2027. Robocops, oh, Robotech. 2028. 
uh, Ghost in the Shells 2029. Big Hero 6, 2032. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hank Girl was only set in 2033. Oof. Oof. iRobot was 2035. Uh, the Martians, 2035. Like, these things are not that far in the future. You think, oh, 2035 still sounds like future. But like, it's 15 years. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's not even a lifetime anymore. Mm-mm. And uh, I, I, Children of Men, I think, is supposed to be set in 2025 or 2030. That's another one that is spookily weird and terrifying of it. Uh, if that happened, that would be, wow, that would change things quite a bit, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hands made tail, I think, is close around Ugh, yeah. twenty something. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird that you know when Hollywood is making these movies, they probably thought fifty years down the road. Pff, that's that's. I mean, it's not even fifty years if you think about it. It's forty, thirty. When they I'm pretty movies. sure most of the movies came across as, nah, it's the next CEO's problem. I want my money now. <laughs> right. And we're watching, <laughs> we're, you know, and we're watching, we're eating them up. We're like, whoa. And now that, you know, a lot of them have come and went, we're looking at those going, well, I mean, in my head, I'm like, well, we avoided some of those features. So good job, us. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't blown up the planet yet. Right. Um, but then you look at some of the other ones and like you said, you're like, Oh, this is set in 2046. And then you do the math. You're like 2032. That's 12 years from now. I mean, look at how much time flies. It's not, it's not that far. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're only 20 years away, uh, away from paying per the minute on cell phone calls. (laughs) Maybe your first incoming minute free, free nights and weekends. Yep. <laughs> 10, 10, 3, 2, 1. 1-800-COLLECT. Yep. Now, my, my question is, if you could go back in time to wow somebody, you're talking about going back and showing somebody a cell phone in your pocket. A lot of people would want to show the technology in movies. I feel the greatest thing that would be mind-blowing would be to just take a collection of as-seen-on-TV infomercials <laughs> back in time about 40 years. <laughs> Can you imagine what you would have done if you would have seen like Flexi Seal back in 1985? <laughs> you go up to some guy that's working his boat, you stab a hole, and he's like, hey, you're like, watch. <laughs> you're good. <sighs> and that's the thing, too, is like, I mean, would it have the butterfly effect, too, if we went back in time and we showed somebody, you know, like a sham wow or something, would that cause a ripple into our timeline where they invent something that's like, blob-esque that's super absorbent and then it becomes sentient you know that's just where my mind goes <laughs> on that is this how we solve the bidet problem <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna spend too much time thinking about how you're gonna have a waterless bidet I'm, i've already spent too much time on it you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let, us, let us know what you think. I mean, the future. Sci-fi and fiction have given us thousands of versions of what the future could be. 
what's something that you remember watching that you're either let down by that we don't have already that you figure realistically should have happened? Because we're not talking, yeah, we'd want to teleporter right now, but yeah, look, we're not, we're close to a teleporter, so we can't say that. But I think of something like, um, we can go back to our hoverboard example. I feel like with technology, that is one of the few things we should have figured out by now. <laughs> mm, yeah. I mean, magnets seem like one of the lower level parts of engineering and science, but I, again, it's a whole neither here nor there. I think they're closer to figuring out the anti-cuss machines rather than hoverboards. I don't know. You looked at the YouTube comments lately? True. (laughs) Touche, my friend. And the fact that the kids these days keep making up new words every week. On that note, Grandpa Bino, <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, thanks for sticking with us through this podcast. Um, if you were confused by his waterless bidet as much as me, um, let's start a support group to figure that out. <laughs> um, and thanks for listening. Yeah. Hit us up at Gig Geekish, and we will talk to you next week.